Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Yes, we know that you are here. Hallelujah. Because we live inside of you. We are hidden with Christ in you. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. We bless you, Father. We thank you. We say good morning to each of you who have joined the prayer call. We welcome you this morning. Let me introduce you to our team before I offer up a prayer before the Lord. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator. The leaders of our house at New Destiny Church are Bishop C. Carl Smith, Pastor Adrian Smith, and we say good morning to you. Our prayer call controller this morning is Sister Tanika Smothers. We say good morning, Sister Tanika. God bless you, my sister. This team is the team that that sets up all of the audio and makes sure that everything is working properly on the call before we access it. And we just want to say God bless you to that team. Our devotion leader this morning is Sister Audrey White. Good morning, Sister Audrey. How are you doing? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am doing wonderful this morning. Good morning, Sister Tanika. I'd like to thank you both for all that you do to make this call a success. Amen, amen. And we want to say good morning to Sister Janice Allen. Uh, Sister Janice Allen will be our prayer leader this morning, and she will offer up any prayer requests or praise reports that have been submitted. Good morning, Sister Janice. How are you doing? Good morning, my sister. I'm well, and good morning to all who's on the line. Good morning. Okay, Father, we just thank you again. This is the day that you have made. We are rejoicing. We're glad in it. We're glad in it because it's another opportunity that you've given us, another day for your compassions and grace to be upon us. And Father, we just thank you. Thank you, Father, for your spirit. Thank you, Father, for your Holy Spirit that leads and guides us to all the ways of truth. And Father, we live in that truth today. We declare it. So have your way, dear Father. Work it in us, that which is well-pleasing in your sight this morning. We yield to your spirit. We yield to you. Do what you want to do in and through us this morning. In the precious name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Sister Audrey, we're ready for you. Amen. Thank you, Sister Charlene. Well, good morning once again to everyone that's on the call. God bless you. Good morning to Bishop and Pastor Adrian. God bless you, and thank you for all that you do for us and for the kingdom of God. Thank you to all of those uh, servants, saints, and prayer warriors, whatever your, your title is. Thank you, Father, for all of the servants of the Most High God. 
So this morning my assignment is to speak on the topic praying in the Holy Spirit. And our uh, first scripture comes from the book of Jude, Jude 1, chapter 20, from the Amplified Classic reads, But you, beloved, build yourselves up, found it on your most holy faith, make progress, rise like an edifice, higher and higher, praying in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our second scripture comes from the book of John, chapter 14, verse 26, reads, But the Comforter, Counselor, Helper, Intercessor, Advocate, Strengthener, stand by the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf, he will teach you all things, and he will cause you to recall, will remind you of, bring you to your bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. Amen. Thank God for his word. Those are our scriptures today. I'd like to start uh, first by just kind of reiterating some points that we're very familiar with that we always know, but faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing again. So the first thing I'd like to remind us of is that we need the help of the Holy Spirit for all and anything that we do for God. Of course, God has given us gifts and he's blessed us with natural abilities to help us make it in this world. But from a kingdom perspective, we need him for everything we do. And that includes praying effectively. We know that nothing is impossible with God, but we also know that God works through us. He works through us earthen vessels by his spirit. So we definitely need the Holy Spirit. It's always been that way. When we look in the Old Testament, we remember what was said to Zerubbabel in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. God says, it's not by might, it's not by power but by my spirit, says the Lord God Almighty. Amen? The second thing I'd like to make a point of is saying, all men, all men are called to pray. Luke 18, verse 1 says, Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. The way life is today there's always an opportunity to pray, and today's no different than any any other times. But uh, when we look at things that are happening around it, there's always an opportunity to pray, whether that is petitioning, whether it's thanking God, whatever. There's always an opportunity to lift up a prayer. That It's always been that way. It's been that way from the very beginning. Again, looking in the Old Testament, David prayed. He was a serious worshiper and offered many prayers of thanksgiving and repentance to God. Hannah prayed. Moses was an intercessor. So God has always expected us to pray. In Ezekiel 22 and 30, God said, I looked for someone among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it. But I found no one. So God expects us to to pray rather than to murmur and complain about the conditions that we see. In Psalm 
chapter 106, verse 23, he says, so he said he would destroy them. Had not Moses, his chosen one, stood in the breach before him to keep his wrath from destroying them. So in both of these uh, examples, God expected prayer to go up, an intercessor to stand in the gap for what was being done in the land, what was happening in the land. Our third point I'd like to make is Jesus is our model, we know, for victorious living. And he prayed. So if he, who is God made flesh, God who walked this earth, God who in the flesh with such a busy ministry, and he knew his purpose, found it necessary, and made it a priority to spend time with his father in prayer, how much more do we need to pray? Jesus told his disciples in John 12, verse 29, I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. And John 5, 19, he says, I tell you the truth. The Son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the Father doing. Whatever the Father does, the Son also does. So Jesus was a man of prayer, getting away from the crowds, pulling back, and going into a place of solitude and spending quality time with his father. It was necessary for him, so it is necessary for us. So prayer, another point that we know, is simply spending time with God through conversation, conversation in the form of worship, praise, thanksgiving, petition, supplication, and because prayer is a, a, conversa a conversation, it's a dialogue. So those t prayer is times of silence and reflection. Because God is spirit, we connect to him with our spirit through prayer. It is a spirit-to-spirit -spirit relationship. Prayer is the connector. Prayer brings us out of the world that is seen and into the world that is unseen. Prayer takes us from the natural to the supernatural. I'll say that again. Prayer brings us out of the world, this world that is seen, and puts us into the world that is unseen. It takes us from this natural, these natural things, this natural world, and brings us into the supernatural world. So as spiritual beings, prayer is our lifeline. I once heard someone say that nothing leaves heaven until prayer leaves earth. It must be spoken. It must be said in the earth, and God works through our prayers. You may have also heard that where there is much prayer, there is much power. So the more that we connect with God in prayer, the stronger we are spiritually. We can't do anything, again, I can't say it enough, we can't do anything without prayer. Bishop said on Sunday, any failure, first start with a prayer failure. When we fail to pray, when we fail to seek God about what we're doing, we're setting ourselves up to fail. The scripture says that there's no flesh that will glory in my presence, and that's in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 29. It also says that they that worship me was worship 
must worship me in spirit and in truth, according to John 4, 24. So we can work and accomplish lots of things on our own, but it may not be of the spirit. We must seek God for his will for us because everything that might look like a good thing, we need to ask ourselves, is it a God thing? So now we know uh, that uh, being filled with the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, it's evidence through speaking in tongues, right? So we know that the baptism of the Spirit, and according to Acts 2, was poured out and all started to speak uh, in, in different languages. So when we pray, when, we re- when we're baptized with the Holy Spirit and we've received our heavenly language, we pray words. We pray in a language that we don't understand. We pray, we use that language when we don't know how to pray. We just, there are sometimes just um, situations that um, we just don't know. We don't know the answer. We don't know uh, how to uh, formulate or articulate the prayer. Or sometimes we can get so caught up in praising God that God is better than any words that we can express. Our vocabulary can't contain words to describe his greatness, his awesomeness, and all of who he is. So we may lift up our heavenly language to him. Romans 8.26 tells us that in the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We don't know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. So we pray for things beyond our understanding, but the Spirit understands. The Spirit knows. We're speaking to God out of our spirit and not out of our minds. So remember that God wants to do supernatural things through us and for us. So praying in the Holy Spirit will help us to, to get there. And praying in the Holy Spirit also builds us up, as it was stated in Jude 1 and 20. Our spiritual house can become a high edifice in the spirit as we grow, as we continue to build ourselves up in the Holy Spirit by praying daily. We should do it every day. Ephesians 6.18 tells us to pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So praying in the Spirit is part of our spiritual armor. But I don't want to stop with uh, the revelation of receiving tongues, because the Holy Spirit, we know, is, is more than a tongue. As we read in our opening scripture, he's our comforter. So when, we're, when our hearts are broken, when circumstances have us down, the Holy Spirit is our comforter. He's our counselor when we don't know what to do. He guides us into all truth, as was mentioned this morning. He's our helper. We need him to do everything, right? He's our intercessor. He knows how to uh, offer up our prayers. He knows how to interpret our prayers, even our tears or our language. And he intercedes on our behalf. He's our advocate. God says that he would contend with those who contend with us, those who uh, falsely accuse us. The Holy Spirit is our advocate. He's our strengthener. When we're weak, Holy Spirit, we say, breathe on us and give us new strength. 
Holy Spirit is faithful to do that. And he's our standby. He's always with us. He's living in and through us and working in and through us. So he's never away from us. So there's no no one and nothing that can replace the Holy Spirit. So, and, But also know that praying in the Spirit does not only refer to the words we're saying. It also refers to what we are praying. When we pray God's word, we're praying in the Holy Spirit. Jesus said his word is spirit and life in John 6 and 63. When we meditate, when we lay in waiting and listen for what the Father is saying and repeat it back to him, we're praying in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit is praying according to the Spirit's leading because prayer is a two-way conversation. It is praying for those things that the Spirit leads us to pray. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, well, then, what should I do? He said, I pray in, with the Spirit and I pray in the understanding. He says in uh, verse 15, well, then, what shall I do? I will pray in the Spirit and I will also pray in words I understand. I will sing in the Spirit and I will also sing in words I understand. So we pray in our heavenly language words that we don't know, but the Spirit knows. And we also pray the word of God. We pray scripture because it is that word that God confirms. That is that word that will not return void. So we thank God for the Holy Spirit. And this morning, we thank, we invoke his presence as we started off this call, as every call is started, with inviting him to come because we can't even do this without the help of the Holy Spirit. And so our prayer to him is a prayer by the Spirit of the living God. And we just want to say, Father, we just thank you and we honor you and we praise your holy name. Your name is holy and it will always be holy. So we pray, Father God, your kingdom come, your will be done. We thank you for your word that you have already said and declared. So as we lift it up, Father God, we declare that we are praying in the spirit that your will be done in us, that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We thank you, Father, for giving us what we need this day, our daily bread, and for giving us of our debts as we forgive those who as we forgive our debtors, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, that you are strengthening us, leading and guiding us, teaching us the way that we should go, helping us, Father God, not to be led into temptation, Father God. We thank you for delivering us from the evil one. We know that we are victorious, Father God, because you are our advocate, Holy Spirit. But we just thank you and we give you praise for this is your kingdom, Lord God, and all the power, all the glory, all the honor belong to you forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Thank you, Sister Audrey, for that word, praying in the spirit. Thank you. Thank you. That was a powerful word. I was taking many notes. I'm going to actually go back and listen again. That was good. And I, I admonish you guys to go back and listen to the replay. There were a lot of nuggets in that. A lot of nuggets in that. Thank you again, sis. We're ready for you, Sister Janice, St. 
Let's stand together and believe together as she prays. Amen. Sister Jen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Charlene. And we are so grateful to the Father for the powerful devotion this morning through our sister. And we are lifting up prayers this morning, and we are praying in the faith of God for these petitions. We first have a praise report from Paul Walker. He says, New Destiny, praise the Lord. My cousin, uh, Tania Cook, is feeling better, and her diagnosis is subsiding due to further test results. My mother, Caritha Walker's feet are much better from the injection process she had at a recent doctor's visit. No surgery required ever. Thank you, Jesus. And lastly, my feet and ankles are much better, he says. No pain nor limping after doing long walks or other activities. And he goes on to praise the Lord Jesus. You are to be worshipped and praised for all this because you want us to prosper and be made whole according to your indestructible word. Amen. We do praise the Lord. Father, thank you for being our God and coming in for Paul Walker and his family to deliver and to set free and to make whole and to heal. Father, we thank you that you are such a good God and that you never fail. And we praise you forever for all that you do. No one can do what you do. And we bless you for being our faithful, true, and living God. We have a request for prayer from DeAsia Davis. She's asking for God's intervention intervention concerning the landlord and her neighbors. She goes into great detail of the harassment and the mistreatment and the prejudice. So she's in a, a place where she's not feeling safe. But, Father, we want to remind you uh, of your word, that you are her very present help in time of trouble. Father, we lift up the situation that the Asia Davis is in regarding her landlord and her neighborhood and her neighbors, Father. And Father, you said in your word in Psalms 37 and 9, fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers, for they shall soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herbs. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. And Arashi, we thank you for justice. We thank you for stepping in and correcting and making right making whole everything concerning the Asia Davis in this neighborhood. Father, you said further, Lord God, in your word in Psalms 46, surrender your anxiety, Asheba. Be still and realize that I am God. 
I am God above all the nations, and I am exalted throughout the whole earth. And, Father, we thank you because you are the magnificent creator God, exalted. We exalt you above everything that we could ever face or go through. We lift up, Lord God, to you, Miss Jones's request. She's asking that uh, for a strength, your strength to prevail in her life. And, Father, you know the things that concern her. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, help Mrs. Jones and trust to trust you with all that concerns her. You are her very present help in time of trouble. You are her exceedingly great reward. You are the answer to all that concerns her. Your word in Psalms 138 and 7 says, by your mighty power, I can walk through any devastation and you will keep me alive, reviving me. Your power set me free from the hatred of my enemies. You keep every promise you've ever made to me since your love for, since your love for me is constant and endless. I ask you, Lord, to finish every good thing that you've begun in me. And we pray that over our sister, Father God, for Miss Jones. And Lord God, your word also says in Psalms 119, 105, truth shining light guides me in my choices and decisions. The revelation of your word makes my pathway clear to live my life by your righteous rules has been my holy and long, lifelong commitment. I'm bursting and broken, overwhelmed by it all. Breathe life into me again. By your living word, Lord, receive my grateful thanks and teach me more of how to please you. Even though my life hangs in the balance, I'll keep following what you've taught me. No matter what, I have determined in my heart to obey whatever you say fully and forever. And Father, we pray this in the mighty name of Jesus over our sister, Lord God, Miss Jones. And we thank you, Almighty God, because you are the answer. We have a request from Eloise Oliver. She's asking for the peace of God for uh, Mabel Lowe and her family regarding the declining health of Mabel Lowe. Father, your grace and your mercy, we pray. We pray for the peace of God to guard their hearts and their minds. We pray that the sweet comfort of the Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with them. For you promised, Father. Isaiah 46 and 4 says, even as you grow old and your hair turns gray, I'll keep carrying you. I am your maker and your caregiver. I will carry you and be your Savior, to whom can you compare me, the incomparable God? Ah, Yadoria, you are God. You are able to do exceedingly, abundantly above anything we could ask or think according to the power, huh? the Holy Spirit working in us, and the Holy Spirit never fails, always on his job. And we thank you that he is at work in this family. Father, and verse 9 says, remember the miracles of long ago, according that I am, acknowledge that I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Declare, I declare from the beginning 
how it will end and foretell from the start what has not yet happened. I declare that my purpose will stand and I will fulfill my every plan. And, Father, that's concerning the woman of God, Lord God, and the family. We give you praise. Proverbs 19 and 21 says, A person may have many ideas concerning God's plans for his life, but only the designs of God's purpose will succeed in the end. When you live a life of abundant love, surrendered before the awe of God, here's what you'll experience. Abundant life, continual protection, and complete satisfaction. You are our satisfying God. And lastly, Father, but not least, we lift up in the mighty name of Jesus, we lift up the Alan Bryant family. Father, intervene in the hearts and the minds of my husband's family regarding the loss of his younger sister. Father, comfort, provide the need and protect and cover in the blood of Jesus as we grieve this this unexpected loss. Father, comfort and bring to order all that is out of order. Let your love prevail. Let your love outrun and overtake the hearts and the minds. Comfort, sweet Holy Spirit. We speak peace in the name of Jesus. Your love is our foundation. You have brought them from a glorious heritage, from Mother Bryant, who feared and revered you, who served and loved you. Now, Father, we lift up her prayers before you, and we remind you for the, on behalf of the family that we are in expectation of every gift, every mantle, every ability, and every calling be activated to the glory and honor of God in the name of Jesus, the mighty one, in the name of Jesus, the matchless one, in the name of Jesus, the majestic and powerful one. We ask and we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Sia. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, and amen. And we agree here on earth as touching Hallelujah. So we know, we know with confidence that Father God has heard us. And we know that we have the petitions that we have offered up. Amen. We know that our petitions have been granted. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Janice. We want to quickly swing back to you, Sister Audrey. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? I would just like to say thank you, Father, for sending the Holy Spirit. As Sister Janice prayed, I could feel his presence, a tangible presence. I could just feel the sweetness and the power of the Holy Spirit in every petition she lifted up. I could hear him in the role of counselor and advocate and helper. And I just know that he has already moved and Angels are already working on the behalf of those petitions that were lifted up this morning. So I just want to say thank you, Father, for sending the Holy Spirit. Thank you for being our advocate, our intercessor, along with Jesus who sits at the right hand of the Father. 
Thank you. Thank you, Lord. I just can't give you enough praise yes. and thanksgiving. Hallelujah. And so we would we need to remember too as we're petitioning that prayer is a dialogue. It's not a one way conversation. If a conversation is not a conversation if it's just going one way. So we need to practice. I know I need to get better at waiting on God, waiting to hear what He's saying. If He's counseling us, we need to wait for the instruction that he's giving us. That's my uh, my prayer point. That's my goal to get better at that. So I would encourage each of us. But we can, the Holy Spirit is with us. We just need to open our mouth. And he's faithful to be there. So thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you all for joining the prayer call. I, I, we just, let's just go straight into prayer. Um, and, I, and I ask the two guys, Let's pray in the Holy Ghost this morning together in unity. Amen. Sister Tanika, you can open up the line, sis. Thank you. And everybody, let's just pray in the spirit. Hallelujah.